Hey everyone, welcome to QWERTYCAST. Chill little segment for you today. I'm Kenny, and today we have Joe, Andres, Steven, and Dave with me. Say hello, guys. Hey. You hello, guys. <laughs> um, so as you may know, we played the game Lockdown on Twitch, which will be available on Steam on May 15th. And today we are talking with the developer, Tony, a.k.a. Muffins. Thank you for joining us, man. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Of course. First, why don't you tell us about your game and why people should play it? Sure. Uh, so Lockdown is a uh, two to ten person multiplayer survival horror escape game we have it classified as. Uh, the goal of the game is to uh, find a key card located hidden within the town and escape through an airlock located at the edge of town. Uh, the goal is to obviously survive against other people that are in the game as well as hordes of undeads that are chasing you around trying to kill you as well uh we feel the game is a little bit different than what's out there now because it's not your classic drop in kill everybody and win there's more strategy to it there's sneaking around the map with flashlights and you know obviously toggling them on and off you know you can play it any which way you'd like and uh we feel that it's you know it, it provides a little bit more depth than just jumping in killing and moving on to the next thing cool yeah, and that's uh, exactly what we uh, kind of experienced when we played it. Uh, what did everyone think when we were streaming it on Twitch? It's not we. I know I had fun. It sounded like everyone was having fun when we were playing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a blast. Uh, my fiance came up behind me and looked at it and uh, like asked me about it the other day to to talk about it about what oh, my really? name was. Yeah, so like it, it it even looked interesting to people who clearly weren't playing. So, right, right, right. I I loved it though. Um, it was a, a lot of fun to, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess, try to figure out everything on the on the spot mm-hmm. and like the best ways to win. Yeah, it was definitely a great um, kind of like a party game, especially if you've got a few friends online at the same really time. Really jump party in. Game. The fact yeah. that it's uh, capable up to ten players, I think, is really. Um, you know, it, it offers a lot of opportunity for you to kind of bring your friends in. Um, and then on top of it, just the fact that it's got your standard shooter mechanics, but then it's mixed in with this whole escape uh, mentality is just a really unique genre of game. Yeah. And the shooting, the uh, all the controls and stuff felt really clean too, which made it even more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. The yeah, biggest definitely... con I had was that Kenny kept winning. <laughs> I... Okay. Same. It was rigged. <laughs> Listen, I I just knew how to play the system, guys. <laughs> it's just like, faster pickup on the con- when I found like a key card, I would just be really really quiet for like a minute straight <laughs> and just hope no one saw me. And I think I won once with that strategy. <laughs> and with the key card thing, um, so that being like the uh, method of access for escape, I thought what was really neat was the game really didn't hold your hand in any regard. So like we must have played, I don't know, 10, 15 rounds. I never found the key card a single time. <laughs> so yeah. oh it's really, uh, you got to kind of get out there and figure it out. Yeah, I, I think I, I think it's a really interesting uh, game type. And I think it's got a lot of room to expand, especially uh once like if I don't know if you have different maps that you're planning to add in, but I think uh, it can make it really interesting. Um, or I look forward to seeing what is going to be added in in the future, whatever plans. Mm-hmm. I am, to be honest, I actually am not uh, a first person shooter type like player. Like I suck, suck, suck at first person shooters. I never choose to play them unless somebody pushes me into it. Um, but I will always play something with like 
especially you guys or something like that. Uh, I I still had a lot of fun, even though I like maybe got three kills and was just like <laughs> running around. It was a lot of fun, like sneaking around, seeing people, but they didn't see me. And then just like uh, I actually had a scream um, jump scare from the zombies at one point. <laughs> Oh, uh, oh my just god! Because the they, so yeah, just because of the way that they so many times. Yeah, just because of the way they spawn, like they'll just like spawn on. Like you go and walk into a house, and then they just like ten of them just like pop up, and I just like freaked out. <laughs> I think it's a good point though, um, where you say that you know shooters isn't your typical gameplay style. I think one of the things that this game has that's really going to help it succeed is the fact that the stakes aren't insanely high. So you have games that have a similar escape mechanic, like um, Escape from Tarkov, but in those games, there's such like a high level of um, pressure associated with every single playthrough because you're concerned about losing something. Whereas mm. this, it becomes more um, party esque, and so anybody can kind of jump in and not feel like it's not for them yeah yeah i i can totally see that i tarkov the the two things that turned me off of that game were always the cost and the fact that it's like all right well if you if you die you're like at a severe disadvantage oh like so if anything this offers a much larger market for players you know of any type for sure yeah yeah. i uh i also um Going back to like the whole the game type, I it's one of those things where like I like that everyone can kind of play how they want. Like some people were like looking for keys, some people were just just hunting down other people, and like I know Joe was guarding the gate the entire time, so <laughs> it kind of like had this real you build like, your own role. Yeah, yeah, it became a very role playing kind of thing, which made it more immersive at that point. Like I felt like I was like had to infiltrate and then like avoid the guards and then i was like do i go loud or do i go quiet you know yeah um i i actually will also say that i know it's not original to this but um i really enjoyed when we did knives only Uh, oh that was phenomenal yeah (laughs) i could have i could have done a lot of knives only like i think i had i think i was actually doing okay (laughs) just because i wouldn't get sniped as easily and that is one thing to point out is that the, the combat mechanics are fleshed out really, really well. Because like the knifing felt exactly like any other first-person combat game with yeah. knifing. I didn't feel like I had to kind of reteach myself the mechanics. I just flew right through it. Mm. So it's, it's a good design from a fidelity standpoint with the combat mechanics. It was also really satisfying that zombies were just annoying enough <laughs> like, yeah i could plow through them but like if i ran into a horde by accident i'd be like oh fuck fuck this and then run away and then run into someone else and then lure those zombies into that player that's what i was exactly gonna say is like there were a few times <laughs> toward the end when we were playing where i would just go directly into the middle of like the high spawn zombie areas just to kite them over to people <laughs> yeah <laughs> or what was it there was one when we were doing the knives only and we were all starting from the same point there was someone running to to join our group of everybody and they just had like a horde of like 12 so <laughs> we had to pick them off <laughs> and i had no idea they were behind me i think <laughs> yeah, I there was one point where I was chasing Cam and he just like stopped shooting at me and I just kept shooting at him and he just kept dodging and then at one point I stopped and all these zombies from out of nowhere behind me just like swarmed me and it was uh, a very nice trick that he pulled <laughs> that I was very salty about later. <laughs> 
Um, do you guys want to add anything else, or should we pop any questions? Um, I think the like joking aside, the only complaint I had was um, I, I had a hard time seeing uh, parts of it. Just like I, I guess there's some sort of gamma setting on my own computer that I need to figure out, but it it would be nice to just have a, a setting like that inside of each game. Um, yeah. I, I look for that in a lot of uh, games that I play just because for some reason I can't fix the brightness on this stupid monitor. So that's 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 my only genuine critique. Everything else about the game was phenomenal. It was it was so much fun and I would love to play it again in a yeah. like once it's in the, the finished state. You did it. You made a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um so tony why don't, why don't we just first start off by asking um i i personally wanted to ask about our playthrough mainly uh did you learn anything new from watching us or did it go mostly as you expected so we did learn actually a couple things watching you guys do it and it was just you know critiques that we made uh watching you we noticed that the flashlights were actually working for some and not all hmm. um so some people could see them toggling, other people couldn't see them toggling, which when you're designing a multiplayer game, it's it's, it's very in-depth with multicasting and replicating to here and there. So we caught that. We were able to correct it. Um, nice. Also, that the, the game ended at 15 kills, which we had no uh, idea about that either, uh, oh, which yeah. was, yeah, that was massive to us because we, uh, I mean, we tested and tested. We'd go to 10 and we'd say, okay, it's it's, you know, but seeing that i mean we were able to correct it kind of on the spot so you know most of the things that you guys found whether you know accidental or physically seeing it yourselves we were able to correct for the final product uh for may 15th which is awesome and puts us way ahead of the game that's nice. awesome i'm so happy <laughs> yeah i mean you, you you always want to go in as clean as you can yeah. so little things like that obviously you know i'd rather find it now and get it done for the 15th than find it on the 15th and finish it by the 20th it's just way better okay well i have a question for you then sure. uh since i mean i don't really have a lot of insight on like tactical things about first person shooters but my question would definitely be towards aesthetic like how did you land i know it's pretty popular but how did you land on a neighborhood setting and not something else so it, it's almost accidental <laughs> originally we were actually going to go with a forest and um you know bury things you know deep in there like only a few houses and you know make it a bit more open uh but after we mm -hmm. kind of started designing you know you start with a block and you start with one strip of road and it's like okay you know let me let me put this here and let me try to start building this out a little bit and you know we started to come up with a name for the town so it's kind of like anything else once you name it now it's yours uh, you know, we named the, the place and it was like, we called it Morristown for the first one. It's like, okay, well, it's a town. So now we have to build a town. And, you know, so we just kind of started building one house and then, you know, lo and behold, you build three, four a night. You put this here, you put that mm -hmm. there and it just starts to take shape. Um, you know, we scrapped the project probably four or five times, just restarted everything just cause you know, something wasn't right. And finally we just started doing this and almost just naturally it just built itself and, you know, we just loved the way it looked and loved the way it functioned and just stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I liked the neighborhood feeling. I loved going into different houses. And um, I'm sure there's a lot of fun stories about 
why you guys chose those like specific secret pictures to be up in certain houses. Yeah, I was saw a cat at one point. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. What? What? Yeah, I remember Kenny yelling like, "Oh, there's a cat in here! <laughs> secret cat!" We did. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you. Some of them have meaning behind them. Some of them are, you know, three thirty in the morning. I'm designing this house, and once I'm done, I get to go to bed. So let's just put this here to mess with people type of thing. Um, but sense. yeah, we, we tried to keep it fun. You know, it, like you were saying before, it, it's we want to be that game that's your cool down. You know, not your main competitive. You're all hyped up and you feel stressed while you're playing. And, yeah. You know, we, we just want to be mm. that cool down, get in there with a few people, have some fun, relax. I mean, yeah, you're going to... It has its tense moments when you're creeping around or trying to find this or that. I get that. But we hope it doesn't add the stress to a really hyper-competitive game. Yeah, that's actually interesting you bring that up. It's something that I have like minor issues with uh with like the whole esports community now because I remember playing some first person shooters back in the day and there was no ranked mode. It was just everyone at random levels all playing on the same map and mm-hmm. I thought it made it it's one was way less stress because you're not like oh no my rank's gonna go up or down it was just you know you go and you play and you have fun and you either do well or you you know have an adversary that you try to beat (laughs) exactly exactly and that's you know we came from counter-strike 1.5 i mean those were our first shooters so i mean that was just yeah you jump in and you're either doing well or you're not doing well but you're not really bothered by your rank going up and down so we took that you know premise into this and yeah, you know, we just we just want it to be fun for people. We don't want it to be, like I said, hyper stressful or something they feel like they have to win. We want you to play 10, 15 games a night because they're so quick. And, you know, you win a couple, you lose a bunch, and but you still have a good time and, you know, you're relaxed. Nice. So I'm curious. Um, so we've gotten the chance to do a playthrough. Um, I know that there's been a few iterations probably from the version that we've uh, had the opportunity to test. Um, are you going to, after this release, continue to stick with this? Do you have a roadmap um, or are you moving on to another project? So our goal is to actually update this game uh, weekly, uh, you know, with bug Ooh. fixes, small updates and large updates. Um, but our hopes is to introduce a uh, co-op mode into it relatively quickly. Uh, as well as more maps into it. Um, a map design has actually already started for our first concept, which was putting you into the woods and the forests. Um, you know, mm. uh, that's already begun. Uh, the co-op mode shouldn't be too terribly behind that, but it's going to be a very loose co-op mode. Uh, we were kind of between two of them, whether it was going to be, you know, pair up before you go in or pair up in the game. Uh, so we're actually going to go with the pair up in the game. Uh, so you can actually find people in there, communicate with them, and then it's a very loose alliance that you're going to have. You can trust them, you can both escape, or they can shoot you right at the end and walk out themselves. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 you know it's a little more I guess rust esque than anything else. I don't, you know, it just you you can trust them, but there's nothing promising you that they won't do anything to you. God, that's actually really interesting. We're going to get some tests of that once you got it running. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I, yeah. I love the idea of betrayal. Yeah. <laughs> we tried to keep, I mean, obviously we tried to keep it as, I mean, realistic may not be the best word, but realistic, I guess, in that setting to where it's like, if that were to happen, I mean, obviously we hope it never does, but if it were to, everything is going to be loose. You're not going to have handholding. You're not going to know where things are. Uh, you're going to get turned around. You're going to get lost. There's no mini maps. There's no compasses. There's no saying who has what. 
Um, it's really just kind of how you want to play and how you want to react to the circumstances. And if you want to protect the exit from this person that's going to try to escape, you can. If you'd rather try to find one and beat them out, you can. Um, if you want to creep around the entire map with a flashlight off just to try to get out, you can. I mean, it's it's yeah. really variable as to how you want to do it. Yeah, I definitely felt that. Going off of that, um, do you have any plans for like further down the line? Like, if once you start getting people playing it more, and everyone kind of starts getting the gist of how to play it, you know, you kind of lose that like, uh, like that experience that first time where you're just like, oh, what do I do? Like, and then experiencing like, uh, figuring all of that out on your own for the first time. Mm-hmm. So what we're hoping to do is, um, and actually this is kind of going back to a uh, original uh, discussion that my partner and I had, uh, we want to enhance, there is a single player mode on this as well, uh, which is basically just multiplayer with bots. Uh, we would like to enhance a single player mode as well, and then eventually move it into a multiplayer setting. Uh, because originally this game, uh, instead of key cards, was actually going to be a uh, code, a four-digit code to get out, and those numbers were going to be hidden all over the map, mm. uh, in different spots. You know, behind pictures, behind dressers, um, you know, painted here, moved there. You know, it was going to be a magnitude of them, and then the door was going to have a color code on it. You know, yellow, green, blue, red, and that was going to be the order of the numbers in which you needed to put in to escape. Um, oh wow! So that's a secondary mode that we have, but that's more puzzle-based. Um, you know, again, I'm not basing this game off of trying to be like anything else, but if you look at the Resident Evil franchises, a lot of that is puzzle-based. You know, a lot of it's right. figuring this out, moving this, moving that. Uh, that's kind of the direction we're hoping to go with the codes is, you know, move a statue three spaces to the right, and it's going to unlock this here, which is going to give you a number. Um, and then that number is obviously used mm-hmm. on the door. So that's kind of another thing we're hoping to add in, which single-player-wise will be relatively... Um, quick and simple uh multiplayer is far more in depth with that mode so uh i i think i kind of have a question to piggyback off of that um pre-launch right now um uh what what has been the biggest challenge like what what has been the hardest thing during your development cycle and then i guess post-launch what do you anticipate your hardest uh or the most difficult thing being pre-launch in designing really was um the multiplayer facet of the entire thing uh when we first jumped into this i I think you know my partner and i obviously this is only my second one that i've ever designed and his first one uh so i think we kind of went in thinking it was going to be simpler than it was to do a multiplayer thing not you know just thinking hey i'm going to put this here and everybody will see it and it'll function for everybody the same way that is the furthest thing from the truth in anything that you do multiplayer because you know, this person is the client, this person is the server, this person is that, and they need to communicate with one another. It's it's a lot of crisscrossing, and um, that was the hardest part in development. Um, you know, thankfully, everything works how it should. I mean, I'm sure there, you know, with anything, there may be a bug or two that we just happen to miss, uh, but we are obviously going to be very on it and fix the things. Uh, post-launch, I think it's really going to be content. Um, I think we're trying to be as on top of content as we can be. Uh, and currently at this time, as we all know, with the quarantine going on and everything else, it's been kind of a blessing. It gave us so much time to be able to come down and I, from that standpoint, not from any other standpoint aside <laughs> from having the time of, to design stuff. Um, you know, it, it gave us so much time because it was like, we're home, we, we're not going to work, we're, you know, we can come down, we can do this and kind of act like this is our profession. Um, you know, obviously when things start to 
turn for the better, which hopefully is sooner rather than later. Obviously, lives go back to normal, and you start to instead of having you know six seven hours a day, you cut back to two. And you know, mm-hmm. you know, we we would like this to become our main thing. Uh, I personally can tell you, speaking for myself, I would absolutely love it to become my main thing. Um, but obviously, we know. I mean. Yeah. It's a community-based game, and it all depends on how they take to it and what changes they want to see. And hopefully, we're able to keep up with the demand of the content to keep the game fresh. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, that I I'm super excited to see what what stuff you guys add. Uh, like like I said, just just going through it with what was in there right now was already fun. With with this group, I would love to have done a full ten people like multiplayer madness type scenario. So hopefully yeah. we can arrange that at some point in time. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we think with we think 10 people is really the cap for that place because it's it's just under 40 structures. Plus, I mean, things are buried in the woods, obviously, but you figure with 40 structures, it gives everybody kind of a, a safe spot, but it's still mm-hmm. very chaotic because uh, we have done it with 10 and it's, if you're hearing shooting every single two seconds, so it's just, it, the map is no longer quiet. I. We did see a lot of people that are going through with two or three people. They say it's very quiet. I can promise you with more, it's it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, um, it uh, definitely interested me how, like, the map kind of felt like it was pulling you towards different, like, the specific types of houses. Like, um, even though that big warehouse was dropped in the middle, I don't think too many of us really, like, camped out i was there, scared of it of <laughs> yeah. yeah same you should be there's <laughs> a lot there's a lot in there yeah joe, joe i remember joe going in and be like nope this is a bad spot and it's like cool avoiding it <laughs> i walked in i just see like 10 yeah. of them like i am nope this is not for me bye yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that was a it's funny you mentioned because it was one of our favorite effects because there's windows all over that building so what a lot of people do obviously when they're going into that place they look in the window first which happens to aggro every single thing that's in there so you'll look through the window you'll be walking around and then all of a sudden you'll see them start sprinting to the right because they're coming out the door to come at you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so that was yeah we loved that effect the way that shook out so I'm curious, um, I know that with um, just any type of development, usually you'll have ideas or directions that you want to go in that just from a, either a resource or time standpoint, is just not possible to pursue uh, for initial release. Is there anything that you and your partner had really wanted to try and kind of get into this that you had to put on the back burner and might come back to at a later time? The, the biggest thing we really wanted to get in was, you know, more maps. Okay. Um, as far as the function, um, you know, uh, just a very, very brief thing about us. I mean, we've done a lot of things together uh, throughout our life. Um, mo- both of us are very, you know, slow moving when it comes to it's like, oh, we can do it today, but let's wait a couple days and let's get this done before we do it. Uh, so we really accomplished, I feel, a lot of it, if not all of it, that we wanted before we put it out there. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's the maps, you know, more weapons would be nice. Uh, like I said, more maps, more weapons. Um other than that, though, it, I think as far as functionality, as far as the design, as far as the way that the game actually flows, I, I think we're we're actually very satisfied with the way it came out. Yeah, and um, I would say I'd probably agree with that just from a playthrough that if you get, you know, a couple different customization capabilities in there, as far as, like you said, the weapons, the maps, anything that maybe even just the player models, stuff like that will really kind of expand it. But as far as the gameplay itself, I mean, it does feel like a complete package. So congratulations to you guys for being able to pull that off. Yeah, thank you. It was a, it was a lot of fun, a lot of work, but a lot of fun too. So, 
Cam isn't here with us today, but he did leave us some thoughts that uh, I'm going to share. He says, I enjoyed the game. I think the gameplay is straightforward and alerting players when someone has the key card is great. It tells the other players that someone has a chance to win and that they can either run and camp the exit or keep looking for their own key card in hopes that the first carrier is killed. I also really appreciate how fragile everyone is. Getting shot shouldn't take an entire clip, which I completely agree. Uh, it adds to the skill of it and allows those who actually get the drop on the player to win. Um, he says, I didn't like how sound attenuated in the houses. Uh, it made it extremely difficult to know where anything was, usually because the zombies were in the walls, but that's corrected already. And he says, I also think a grab slash throw function would benefit that game a lot. The explosive barrels add a lot to the end, allowing players to camp and kill using them. I'd like to see players be able to place them where they want without relying on the collision physics. Okay. It's actually a phenomenal thing. We talked about a pickup item plus an inspect item. Um, you know, to make it more horror-esque. Uh, it was actually something we scrapped, but it's it's it's... Not we didn't scrap it because we didn't like it. We scrapped it just because it was very, very in depth and not incredibly needed for what we were going for. But it's a phenomenal thing to have. So I mean, it's it's definitely a good suggestion without a doubt. Um, his other main question was: Is adding any other hazards such as traps that slow or physical obstacles that the player has to actually maneuver around a possibility for future versions, or I guess something that you've already discussed. Yeah, so the second map actually that we're designing right now, um, which is in the forest, is gonna actually, you know, like for example, the first map when you stand in fire, it does nothing to you. Uh, that's on purpose, that's not you know accidental or an oversight. We did it because we feel like the first time around, people are gonna be confused, and, and I shouldn't say confused, but getting used to the game enough as to where more mm. things in there are just going to make it, oh, why am I dying? Why am I getting hit by fire? Oh, that happened. And, you know, I'd rather you just be able to kind of play it easily through, get familiar with it, and then escalate it. Uh, however, in the second map, which will be a bit more uh, in-depth, there is going to be things that are going to slow you down. There is going to be different um, undeads and different mutated things, different AIs, uh, you know, a different type of layout, far less houses, far more wide open exploring, uh, far more messages. It's going to be a much more complicated map, uh, you know, because we feel at that point, hopefully people should have an understanding as to how it works. And then it's just making it a bit more difficult to actually get to the final result. Nice. I'm just curious. So this releases on May 15th. What, um, what resource are you guys going to be using for feedback from the community? Is it just going to be strictly through the Steam um, reviewing process, or do you have external sources that are, you're going to allow people to give you feedback through? So um, we have, obviously, the Steam resource, which we're welcome to use. Uh, I put my personal... I, I don't stream a tremendous amount, but I did put a personal Twitch on there, which is just a way to come find me if you need to find me. Um, Twitter is on there. Um, you can find, obviously, our Discord through the Twitch or through Twitter. Um, I'm also going to put a phone number up there, um, which is going to be open for texting or uh, honestly, it'll probably be open for calling too. But, uh, you know, we hmm. want to make sure, I mean, I know that's like super excessive. It's a bold uh, move, Cotton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. I mean, you open yourself up to, you know, for every 10 people you get that may just text you and say, hey, what's this? Hey, what's that? You're going to get 100 that are just screaming at you on the phone, which is a possibility. Um, 
But at the same time, I feel like a lot of the stuff out there, I mean, listen, gaming, mobile gaming, all that stuff is incredibly diluted. The market is just what the market is. Um, you know, and I think a lot of people feel like when they play something like, you know, not to speak ill of any game, but I mean, if you get into like the Counter-Strike mechanics, you know, people have been complaining of cheating for decades. You know what I mean? Not that it's, you know, as prevalent as it may be, but it's just the perception that it's been built because they don't feel like the community listens to them. Hmm. Um, and I feel having more avenues for us to actually here, here's this, here's, here's a phone number, here's a Twitter, here's a Twitch, here's a discord, here's a, and don't be shy to DM me, talk to me, whatever you want to do. I don't care. Um, I want to hear it. I want to hear you say, Hey, I like this and I don't like that. Hey, I really don't like this. Hey, whatever it is. Um, I'm more than willing to build this for the community because again, when you build for the community, more people come in, more people enjoy it. And it just turns out better for everybody instead of ignoring them and having a botched launch, which is something we do not want. Yeah. It's a great philosophy and, uh, yeah. I'm expecting it to work out well for you guys just because of the openness that you have. So, uh, to kind of start wrapping stuff up, uh, our last question is actually a little off topic. And it's a question we ask every new person on our podcast. So are you ready for that? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. So what was the first game you ever played? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, first game I ever played, man. I got to go all the way back. Hang on. So it had to be, it had to be Nintendo. Mm-hmm. What was the first? Did you have the 64? Or... No, dude, I was talking Nintendo, Nintendo, man. <laughs> right, right, I'm an right. old guy, dude, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I, it had to be it had to be Mario. It had to be the first Mario that ever came out. Wow. But the first game I re physically remember playing was the second Mario, which was a terribly horrifying game for me. <laughs> <laughs> like in difficulty or just like it freaked you out? It freaked me out as a kid, and I don't know why. I don't know if you've ever seen or played the second Mario for the regular Nintendo. I yeah, well, the art style was slightly different for that one, right? And like they they had all the different uh, enemies that you jumped on and stuff. That one was my favorite because it was so funky. Yeah, but the first level when you when you first started the game, the first level you're dropping down from the sky, and it's like, okay, I don't know where I'm falling, and I fall, and then I'm picking <laughs> things up that I've never done before, throwing things which I've never done before. It was just it irked me. I don't know why it irked <laughs> me, but I vividly remember not enjoying it, but still playing it all the way through. <laughs> Well, hey, Muffins, uh, uh, a.k.a. Tony, thank you so much <laughs> for joining us today. Uh, it was a pleasure having you chat with us. Um, now is the perfect time for you to promote whatever you like, um, where people can find you on social media, what else you want them to check out, uh, other things you might be working on, or if you just want to promote this game even more. Sure. I mean, uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter mainly is where we use most of our stuff, which is under Crichton Studios. Uh, Crichton is a merch of Chris and Tony, which are the two designers, C-H-R-I-T-O-N uh, Studios. Uh, you can also find us in Discord, uh, which you can find on the Twitter page, as well as Twitch, you can find on the Twitter page. Uh, the game Lockdown does launch May, or, uh, yep, May 15th. Uh, on Steam, uh, price point uh, at launch is $9.99. Uh, we're trying to keep it low to allow everybody to get in on it. And uh, just again to reiterate, we are building this for the community. We do want your feedback. We do want to hear what you have to say. And uh, please don't hesitate to contact us with all the means possible on the Steam page. Um, you'll always be talking to myself or Chris directly. And uh, we'll be happy to listen and hear you out on anything you think that would make the game or community better. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, I hope you guys go check out that game and let us know what you think either on our Discord or our Twitter. Again, thank you, Movens, for uh, coming through. And with that, I believe that's uh, QWERTY cast out. Yeah. Thanks very much, guys. It was a pleasure. QWERTY cast out.